So Dan, the first question on here is, um, how did you build your real estate team? So did you start from day one with somebody else on your team? Did you start by yourself? So day one, I started everything myself. Yeah. So I was, I was a property manager, I was a rent collector, I was the maintenance guy, you know, changing toilets, fi fixing leaky faucets, uh, you know, mm -hmm. patching walls, doing whatever. I did you know how to do that? Before? I didn't, so yeah. I YouTubed everything. Okay. So yeah. um, that's the great, that's the advantage of today, mm -hmm. you know, is uh, especially today, there's so much content out there, even before, you know, going back 12, 15 years ago when I was start first getting into it, there mm -hmm. wasn't that, that much content, but now there's a significant amount of content. Yeah. And uh, that's what I would advise people is when you first start, that's why I feel like when people come up to me and they say, hey, you know, I want to start with a uh, 20 unit apartment building mm -hmm. and I'm going to have someone else manage it. I mean, I, I, I like the idea of starting everything yourself so you get a really good idea of, you know, what does it take to change a toilet? What does it take to, to yeah. change a seal in, of, in a toilet? Or the simple, like, what does it take to, you know, do drywall patches or whatever, change lights and, um, you know, simple electrical, electric, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, jobs and things like that, plumbing jobs. And, you know, maybe you need an eel, like, you know, learn, learn that type of stuff so that going forward, you're going to have a really good idea of, when you do scale the business mm -hmm. of what so, how long something like that takes and what it should cost. Interesting. Um, because once you start scaling, uh, you know, you're gonna come into that type of situation daily. I have daily calls where, mm -hmm. hey, it needs this. My, one of my units needs this. One of them, one of the, something here is down or whatever. So what was the first point <clears throat> where you're like, okay, this is taking up too much of my time. In order to scale, I need some help. Who was the first person that you? The first person that I brought for? in was a manager. So the manager collected the rent, mm -hmm. uh, did all of the evictions. Was did, this a property management company or was it? A, no, it was actually. I, well, I started with a property management company. I didn't like it. The reason why the reason why was because I didn't feel like they had my best interests mm. at heart. I felt they were there for a paycheck. Yeah. And, you know, that may not be the case with all of them, but that's the, that's the feeling that I got. Mm -hmm. So right now I have just an individual, it's actually a husband wife team who manages my properties and I know that they go the extra mile for me. That's one of the caveats I guess with dealing with me is I am high maintenance and when I pay someone to do a job or a service, I expect the best, mm -hmm. especially when I know I'm not paying them at the bottom of the barrel. Right. I, I typically will, will pay people a little bit more, but expect the, the best, yeah. maybe even more than a little bit more. Um, so that was the first person that I brought on or the first team of people I brought on. Um, so they handled everything from court dates, evictions, um, scheduling trades to go in to fix like the, you know, plumbing, electrical, whatever. Yeah. Um, dealing with tenant issues and, um, you know, dealing with uh, condo associations or, or uh, any kind of association related to whatever kind of property that I own. Um, <clears throat> yeah, who was the second person the that second you brought per on? The second person that I brought in was a full-time maintenance guy. It got to a point where calling in trades for simple jobs mm -hmm ended up getting too expensive because obviously when you have a trade and they're licensed or whatever, they come at a premium. So, you know, unclogging a toilet for, you know, 
every you know every other day ended up becoming expensive you know you're mm -hmm. looking at 150 200 bucks to get someone in there and unclog a toilet stick a needle down there or whatever yeah, right yeah, yeah. so now i have a full-time maintenance guy where he basically does small maintenance everyday type of things that come up not big jobs mm -hmm. you know if i'm rewiring a house he's not going to rewire the house for me right but he's doing you know simple electrical simple plumbing simple patchwork painting mm -hmm. so whenever i have a tenant move out and i got to paint a unit you know he goes in there and paints rather than having a painting crew go in there right mm -hmm. so um that was the second guy that i brought in so i think for any of the listeners they might wonder that at what at what point in time uh, in their real estate journey, should they look to bring someone on? What would you say would be the criteria of when to look for someone? When you just can't do it yourself anymore. That's, that's what I would say. I think, I think if you're really taking real estate serious mm -hmm. and it's your, you wanna be a real estate investor rather than just like have some real estate on a side but you also have a job mm -hmm. or another career, um, I think once you get to a point where you're unable to actually perform these tasks yourself, that's when you know it's time to bring someone in.